a Disaster, a podcast about disasters and the music they make us listen to. I'm Peter, and I'm not here with my co-host, Lee. I'm Lee, and I'm not here with my co-host, Peter. And today you're joining us for a Tragedy Tuesday brought to you by yours truly. And by truly, I mean me, Lee. Truly, you mean Peter. Before I get into it, I'm going to do the housekeeping that I normally do. If you're new here, welcome. I recommend you start at the beginning. Because uh, actually, today is the rare exception. I don't think I have a single callback, but a lot of times uh, we'll I do. A lot of times we include callbacks to previous episodes. You won't miss inside jokes. Like it won't be like everyone's laughing, but you're not because you haven't listened to everything else. <laughs> but sometimes we'll be like, "Hey, this is like that thing that happened in Chernobyl in episode 20." So if you want to be in the know, check them out. Check them out, and you can be in the know. And Indeed. that's one to grow on. What? <laughs> There's a thing from when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Cool. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> a reference no one will get. Some people got that. <laughs> Some people got that. If you do that and you liked what you heard, the best thing you can do to help us out is to tell someone to listen. Like right now, pick up your phone. You're listening. You're 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 listening anyway. You're like, you know, half doing something else. Just pick up your phone and be like, hey, I'm listening to this cool podcast called This Is a Disaster. It's about disasters and the music they make us listen to. Just send that message out to anyone. Send it out. Yeah. The next best thing you can do is to subscribe if you haven't already and leave a rating or review, probably on Apple Podcasts. If you want to check us out on social media at This Disaster Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, on our website, www.thisdisasterpod.com, and our Patreon.com slash This Disaster Pod, where we have tons of bonus content, micro disasters every two weeks. We live stream some major disasters. You can jump on our Discord. You can do that whether you're a patron or not and hang out there and talk about music and episodes and. We do watch parties sometimes. Probably a new, uh, the next one's coming up soon. Going to do a Christmas watch party. Lee floated the idea of his favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard. Not a Christmas so movie, but uh, it is know, 100% I'm on board a Christmas to movie, uh, so, yeah. watch Die Hard, not a Christmas movie at 100% all. 100% a Christmas. I, I think we should watch that 100% a Christmas movie movie called Die, Car- Die Hard. Uh, this is going to turn into a two-hour party. <laughs> this, is, this, is a, this is another Terminator RoboCop situation. Oh, I'm even more dug in on this. <laughs> well, let's move on before we dig in any deeper. <laughs> yeah, let's just leave but it. But anyway, you can do all that stuff. Uh, and then the other thing, we've gotten a little bit of feedback on our new album autopsy feature. Some people are people are liking it. We've already just made some ideas for refinements and ways that it's going to change. But I think album, album autopsy is here to stay. I think it so, worked. I had a... I I obviously had fun doing it because it was music oh, yeah. related, and you can tell you can tell by how fast I was talking while we were recording it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully people are liking it. If you if you do, or even if you're not, if you say, eh, guys, yeah. Yeah, leave it now. Let's let's yeah. hear from you." And well, I got one of those too. That oh yeah, somebody messaged me uh, just to somebody's messaged us to recommend a few disasters, and they're like. Uh, I don't really care about the music side of things, but it was pretty cool. Here's some disasters you should do. <laughs> and fair, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. We cover it all. If we get a hundred more like that, we'll stop album autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I, we I have fun it's... doing it. In general, we have fun doing this podcast. I think if it ever stopped being fun, we would stop doing it. So yeah. number yeah. one motivator is fun. Number two motivator is other people enjoying it. <laughs> That's right. I guess. In that order. Okay. So I got I got a I got a quick one today. All right. Uh, and I think I'm just gonna dive right into it because today I'm gonna show you how to boil a frog. Oh god. <laughs> to eat? Well, we'll see. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> day one, discipline. What? On the first day, Mr. Jones instructed his class to assume a new seating position. <laughs> Feet on the floor. You can do this at home if you're, if you're listening. Feet on the floor, yeah. legs 90 degrees, back straight, and arms folded behind your back. Okay. Just sitting at attention. Mr. Jones ran his class through these seating drills, and he'd let them... He'd basically escort them all out of the classroom and then call them back in to sit at attention in this new ideal position. And he drilled this to the point where they could go from lined up outside the classroom to sitting at their desks at attention within five seconds. I have so many questions already. Yeah, well. Go on. We'll just, let's just (laughs) push through. We'll just through. Yeah, come on. We'll see. (laughs) Things will become clear. I I, I have faith. He instituted a new rule. Everyone must be seated in their assigned positions in this new posture before the bell rings. Also, when answering questions, he'd have to, you'd have, the students would have to stand up beside their desks, start every answer with Mr. Jones, and keep their answers to three words or less. Oh, wow. Students that took too long to answer were reprimanded and made to answer again. <laughs> and speed and enthusiasm in the response became the most important, even more important than the content of what they were saying. Uh, although even like as time progressed, even the quality of the answers improved. Okay. Day two, community. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Students entered the classroom on the second day to discover two rules written on the chalkboard. Mm. Strength through discipline oh. and strength through community. <laughs> A lot of this class was spent chanting these two rules. First in pairs, like people would pair off and they'd chant strength through discipline, strength through community back and forth until the entire class was chanting it in unison. More importantly, before class ended, Mr. Jones raised his right hand to his right shoulder and cupped his hand in a wave-like gesture. Okay. Because in beach, in beach lore, waves come in, three, uh, come in chains, the third being the last and largest in the chain of waves. <laughs> so Mr. Jones called this gesture the third wave salute. <laughs> what planet are we on? <laughs> <laughs> he stood silently at the front of class, made the salute, and the class saluted him back without any kind of instruction. He just stood there, <laughs> did this third wave salute, and everyone saluted back at him. They just did it because they know mm-hmm. if they don't copy him exactly, they're going to get yelled at. <laughs> I just picture Probably. him doing this like chicken wing thing, like with yeah. his cupping his shoulder. <laughs> well, it's like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like this sort of thing. I'm not, you can't really see it, but it's kind of yeah. like this gesture. Oh, okay. I can't. There, webcam. There we go. There you go. Pick. Mr. Jones, there'll be a place where you can actually see it once I'm done telling the story. Okay. Get an idea of what the hell we're talking about, Mm -hmm. Peter. So Uh, he he did this, and then Mr. Jones made a rule that classmates that saw each other in the hallways always had to salute each other with this new third wave salute. mm, Cool. And they did, to the point where the mystique around this strange gesture and the new rules attracted other students and made them ask if they could join. Mr. Jones is either conducting a social experiment or he's molding the master race. <laughs> hmm. That's interesting that you should say that. Uh-huh. Continue. <laughs> also, quick, quick sidebar about that asking if you could join. Uh, people, people <laughs> I don't know if this stays in or not, but uh, we play, uh, I've been in a series, like I've, I've played video games in the past where we've had to form groups of people. And right yeah. now we play this World War II game called Day of Defeat, where we name the server YCJ. Yes. And the reason that we call it that is bad. Like, like when, when I used to play World of Warcraft or other online RPGs and they'd see that YCJ tag, <laughs> people would always come up and be like, what, what's, what's YCJ? And I'd be like, oh, you can't join. 
<laughs> I'm like, no, I don't, I don't care. I don't want to join you, but what does YCJ stand for? Oh, you can't join. Sorry, you can't join. <laughs> YCJs, you YC- can't join. Or is it you can join? Nope, you can't. No. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Day three. <laughs> Day action. Three. Action. So what are discipline and community without action? True. I'll talk. That's what. Exactly. So on the third day, Mr. Jones began handing out specific assignments to put his growing classes philosophy into action. Oh, here we go. He handed out membership cards, and three of those cards were marked with a red cross. Whoever had that red cross on their membership card had the duty of reporting other classmates that weren't adhering to the rules. Oh, very Soviet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Mr. Jones <laughs> has got a point to prove here. You, drawing some connections here. <laughs> other students were assigned tasks like design a third wave banner, convert 20 children from the adjacent elementary school to the ways of the third wave, <laughs> and guarding the door and stopping any student that wasn't part of the third wave from entering. Because at this point, other students were actually asking to join and getting interested in what this class is all about. Of course. Demand to join the class had grown to the point that Mr. Jones instituted a new rite of initiation. So new members had to be recommended by the current members. They had to be issued a membership card. And the new member needed to demonstrate an understanding of the rules of the third wave. Mm. By the end of the third day, three important things had happened. One... Many more than three people were reporting on others not following the rules. So mm-hmm. even though you only had these three people with the marks, pretty much like half the class was reporting on the <laughs> other half that they weren't following the rules. <laughs> oh, narcs. Number two was the students that typically didn't contribute or were underachievers or just really weren't that bright suddenly felt a sense of inclusion and belonging. All right. All of this while the smarter, typically top of the class students participated sort of half-heartedly but didn't really object to the whole mm-hmm. thing. I don't know who scares me more. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And third, parents and religious leaders of some of the brightest students actually reached out to Mr. Jones initially in protest. But Mr. Jones essentially explained to them like, oh, this is this is just kind of it's kind of an experiment. You know, it's just kids sort of like feeling things out. So don't worry about it too much. And they all pretty much got placated and just went their own way. I'm just trying to show your offspring for the monsters that they are. (laughs) (laughs) And they bought it. (laughs) Uh Oh, great. Throughout the rest of the experiment, without being asked to, one of Mr. Jones' students started following him around and acting as his bodyguard. (laughs) Just all day. Standing next to Mr. Jones. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. What's your business here? Want to talk yeah. to Mr. Jones? Talk to me. I mean, I mean, that's it. He would follow him into like the teacher's lounge and everything. Just like <laughs> some fucking never eight year away old from him. <laughs> Getting tough. <laughs> Get out of here, Tim. <laughs> I think his name was Robert. Robert, which is kind of nerdy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Is Tim or Robert? I feel like we're offending a lot of people right now. You know what? Wow. We like Tims and Roberts. We like them all. I'm just, we I do. just grabbed a name out of the, out of the ether, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Day four. Day four. Pride. Oh, good. By the fourth day, the school was catching on and it was getting increasingly, because this whole thing was getting increasingly disruptive. Nobody was really going to their other classes because they were doing all of their, <laughs> like spending all of their time to this third wave Ain't no idea. learning being done. No, everyone's just like doing this thing. Whatever this thing is. Third wave. What is the third wave? We don't really know yet. 
<laughs> yeah, here's our here's our salute, though. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. like that? Yep. So at this point, Mr. Jones claims that he wanted to kind of wind down what he was doing because mm-hmm. he felt like it was getting away from him a little bit. <laughs> uh, and here's how he did it by giving this speech. Quote, the third wave isn't just an experiment or classroom activity. It's far more important than that. The third wave is a nationwide program to find students who are willing to fight for political change in this country. The activity we've been doing has been practice for the real thing. Across the country, teachers like myself have been recruiting and training a youth brigade capable of showing the nation a better society through discipline, community, pride, and action. <laughs> this is him de-escalating things. <laughs> uh, yeah. If, <laughs> hey, don't if worry. We, if we can change the way that school is run we can change the way that factories stores universities and all the other institutions are run Mm. you are a select group of young people chosen to help in this cause if you will stand up and display what you have learned in the past four days we can change the destiny of this nation we can bring it a new sense of order community pride and action a new purpose Everything rests with you and your willingness to take a stand. Sorry, this is still part of the experiment? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's still sort of having everyone on with this aspect of it? Or is he? Or Let's see. That's what is troubling. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's, he's still faking them out, right? No? Okay, go on. <laughs> Is he? Is he? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. It's like this. It's like this joke I like to play. Is he joking? Yeah. (laughs) When you say something and then is he joking? Oh, is he joking? Yeah. Following this speech, Mr. Jones expelled three of the students that had questioned the experiment in the past and asked other students to act as guards to escort them out. (laughs) Total Lord of the Flies situation. Which the other students did willingly. Of course. (laughs) Hey, that was a reference, Lord of the Flies, which we talked about in <laughs> that one where those kids went to the island and yeah, no, they got they didn't go to the island. They were marooned basically. Yeah, and they were friends. Sneak one in. Yeah, that's just like uh, episode thirty and a half, the Tragedy Tuesday about Lord of the Flies for real. Listen to that one. Yeah, check that one You're out. Learning. That's got a twist. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and it's got some dark facts about the guy that wrote Lord of the Flies. That's also kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a monster himself. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that. So, glad I didn't read that in high school when I was supposed to, <laughs> fucking dick. Well, you can say that you did it on purpose now. Exactly. It's it a principled thing. Yes. I, I, will, I will not dissect that frog and I will not read that book, which I wasn't going to read anyway. Because the guy that wrote the book was a dick, and that frog probably was too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So Mr. Jones also announced that a special third wave members-only rally would take place the next day Mm -hmm. at noon. Mm. He also announced that during the rally, a national candidate for president would announce the existence of the third wave youth program. (laughs) And thousands of third wave members throughout the country would unite and show their support for the program. Oh my God. Every student embraced the idea with excitement. Day five, Uh. understanding. (laughs) On the last day, over 200 students poured into the school's auditorium. These were all people that had now joined the third wave. 
Mr. Jones asked his friends to act as reporters and photographers, and they basically went around taking pictures and scribbling notes and pretending that they were there to cover the whole event. Uh-huh. And like all of these third wave members were, you know, posing for the cameras and talking to these quote unquote reporters about how excited they were to be part of the third wave and what was going to happen that day. Yeah. On the stage at the front of the auditorium was a TV where they would watch the broadcast of the national candidate revealing the existence of the third wave. Okay. Just before noon, when the broadcast was about, about to happen, Mr. Jones wanted to put on a demonstration for the press. So he had everyone sitting, sit in their disciplined positions. Remember that like 90 degrees, yeah. whatever. Arms like, back. Yep. He gave the salute and uh, instantly uh, everyone saluted right back at him. I kind of started... think I know what's going to be on this TV. Keep going. <laughs> he chanted their mantra, the, the, the mantra, strength through discipline. Mm-hmm. And a thunderous chorus chanted it right back at him of 200 kids Sweet. chanting strength through discipline over and over. Oh, yeah. Then he turned the lights off, turned on the TV, and waited. Uh-huh. And waited. And, and waited. Here comes. Until seven minutes after noon, a voice from the crowd in the auditorium yelled, there is no leader, is there? <laughs> so it was at that point that Mr. Jones revealed the nature of the experiment. Before announcing this whole third wave business, Mr. Jones's Cubberly High School class in Palo Alto, California, was studying the 1930 or studying 1930s Europe in 1967. Mm. They couldn't understand how an entire country's population was blind to the realities of the war and particularly <laughs> the Holocaust. <laughs> so they were talking about Germany in particular. Yeah. Huh? Instead of trying to tell them, Mr. Jones decided to show them. <laughs> so he led them down a path of comfort paved in discipline and submitting to the will of an authoritarian leader. Uh-huh. After the first day, the class was happy to give up their freedom in exchange for enthusiastic discipline. Yep. After the second day, everyone was on board with spreading the message, expanding the community. After the third day, everyone was okay with enforcing their ideals, turning in their colleagues for their transgressions against the philosophy of the third wave. And after the fourth day, everyone was ready to submit to a new national order based on the tenets of the third wave. (laughs) The only difference between the third wave and the third Reich is that on the fifth day, Mr. Jones pulled the plug. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a good call. Yeah. So as you can probably tell, I mean, if you you didn't know the story already, that was, that was the I told you to be a short one. That was the story of the third wave experiment uh-huh. that Mr. Jones conducted on his high school classroom. <laughs> but uh, so as the experiment, we kind of hinted at this as the experiment went on, Mr. Jones felt that he was kind of starting to lose grip of it. <laughs> he slid into, <laughs> it was a little slid into this. too effective. Well, yeah. And th- this is the actual interesting part. He writes about how he slid into this comfort zone in acting as a dictator. Okay. And I think in a weird way, that's pretty relatable. I Not absolutely agree. The, yeah. So like, I'm sure maybe an analogy, I was thinking about this, like, have you ever, have you ever like lied as a kid or slipped into a role in some capacity where it felt so foreign at first, but the more you told the lie or the more you play the part, the more natural it felt until you can like almost do it instinctively? Um, yes, except I bypassed that whole, it felt foreign, uh, part of it. (laughs) Went went right into it like a comfortable shoe. No. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you know, even, even people that, uh, yes, I know. Yeah. You You know, it's, it's actually another thing that we'll probably talk about at some point is the Stanford prison experiment. It's a similar kind of thing where you have people where it's like, well, I'm not a monster. (laughs) 
but then you give him a role to play yeah and it just becomes you slip into it a lot quicker than you think you would you do and and with a lot more ease yeah it's it's also uh i feel like i bring this up a lot just with people like but mm-hmm. the idea of entitlement and you know the environment you're in and it it's sort of a, <clears throat> it applies to certain you know jobs you have or where yeah maybe things you wouldn't normally do in your everyday life at work maybe you act a different way because you have yeah. a certain amount of authority or know-how over other yeah. people like you know maybe I have all the potential in the world to be a dick to people who are coming into the loading dock and like, where do I go? Yeah. And I could totally stonewall them and be like, I don't know, not my job. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. Or I like to yeah. think I don't like, think I'm helpful, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and that it, there's oh, levels sure. of that, it, you know, applies to like the police. It applies uh-huh. to, you know, c- you know, celebrities who feel like they mm-hmm. can do whatever they want. And, yep. You know, <laughs> not that Absolutely. I have an ax to grind with that shit, but. Anyway, <laughs> uh, just go to the DMV. Yeah, <laughs> you'll yeah, see yeah. some people flexing their power. The gatekeepers. Uh, so, actually, it's also interesting. At one point during this whole experiment, one of the students' fathers, who, uh, who was a World War II veteran, broke into the classroom and ransacked it. What? Uh, and Mr. Jones actually found him like the next morning. The this father sitting against the door, crying. Uh, and he ended up walking him home and talking about the experiment and talking to him for, for a few hours. Whoa. Which, well, this, you know, in 67, World War II veterans were still... Sure. Like, it was like a recent thing. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, people that were 18 during World War II are now, you know, 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that's actually another thing. That's, I think what that's why it's important. I spend a lot of time thinking about the Second World War. And I think things like the Third Wave Experiment... And perhaps, depending on what side of this you fall on, if you're listening to this podcast, I know what side that you're probably on. More recent events yes, make it clear that it's important not to forget how quickly you can fall, like you have slipped down a slope like yep. the third wave experiment. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And it's, it's really important to remember. I, I remember I, I've always enjoyed history and I've always kind of been a war nerd. As yep. I get diff- older, I realize it's for different reasons. Like World War II isn't so much you know, cool, quote unquote, for me anymore. It still, it still is cool. Like I'm still interested by the mechanics of it. Yeah, of course it's, but I'm interested in it for very different reasons than when I was like 13, you know right. what I mean? Like, Oh, battle's cool. Like, yeah, it, it's now so it's, complex and complicated. Yeah. 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 And now, you know, especially now that I have a kid, it's like, yeah, at some point, you know, I, I, th- I feel like it's really important to remember the second world war. Cause at some point it's, it's, a perfect example of like, hey, check out what humans can do to each other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and check out what we have to look out for. And, you know, that was a very black and white example in a very black and white time where you have a conflict that was essentially good versus evil. Not yeah, everyone, yeah. not everyone was obviously evil because not every German person during the Second World War was evil, but you had a philosophy that was rooted in evil and the people trying to get rid of that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, looking back on it, it's just such the lines are so clear. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. But now you, you get situations where it's maybe not so clear and maybe in some places that during the second world war, you would never have expected it to be an issue. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. 
but don't I mean, know what we could be talking about. Hope maybe, hopefully, given some time when this mm-hmm. era becomes history, it will just mm-hmm. be unquestionable that you know mm-hmm. there yep. was good and evil. Well, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. dumb. But this is this third wave experiment is exactly the illustration of how you can just you know slip into it, and that's. That's coming back to what I was saying in the beginning. How do you boil a frog? You Uh, put it in a pot and you turn up the heat very slowly, like imperceptibly to the frog. Yeah. So that it doesn't really know anything's happening until it's too late and the water's boiling and the frog's done. Yeah, I've heard that. Rather than, you know, if you throw a frog into boiling water. Yeah. It'll jump out. It'll. Yep. So it's not like the Nazis marched onto a stage in front of this idyllic German scene and went... Jews, <laughs> and everyone went, yeah, see, God. like you know, <laughs> yeah, they, exactly. they snowed him. They've totally fooled him. Even Hitler yep. had uh, Neville Chamberlain, the the British PM, totally snowed. Right. He's like, oh, Hitler's yep. a lovely man. He's just yep. all for Germany and very, mm-hmm. very, you know, pro yep. his own country. La la la. He's great. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. And that's a big part of the reason that I got interested in cults. Like a little while back. <laughs> well, because it's the same Cults kind are of fascinating. thing. Yeah, yeah. Just like one thing at a time. Just like take an inch or like a millimeter at a time until you get to a point and you look back and you're like, how am I this far from where I started? And yeah. you know, like, hey. I can't go back now. Because <laughs> then I'll then I'll admit that all of that was wrong. Yeah, exactly. Nowhere to but, go. But uh, anyway, all that to say that it's it's a good thing that we've come so far since 1930s Germany. Yeah, phew. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Uh, uh, the end. Dot dot question, question mark. mark. <laughs> oh god. So that that was the third wave experiment. Um, good one. Told you to be a quick one. Yeah. I think maybe I saw like did they make a movie about that that they showed a yes, kids? Yes. So there's I there's a movie saw that and there's school. also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, there is a movie, I think it was from the 80s, but also more recently from 2010, there's a documentary on Amazon Prime yeah. uh, called Lesson Plan, eh? which is about about this. Oh, cool. And I think, yeah, there was a documentary, it was either like a mini, like a TV miniseries or something, uh, but that's also worth checking out. Yeah, yeah, because um, I'm pretty sure I saw the 80s one in high school, and that's why I was like, right. oh, I know it's going to be on this TV because yeah. I think in that version, like they right. file the kids in the, and then they show them one of the rallies of Hitler's so, speeches. Or something. It was like, oh, that happens. So the full thing is that, yeah, the full story is like the T, it's like the static and they realize that nothing's going to be happening. Yeah. And then after that, he kind of moves the TV aside and then projects yeah. uh, like a Hitler, like an early on sort of Hitler rally. Right. <laughs> if anyone deserves to be mocked yes yeah <laughs> that was the norm mcdonald version of. Yeah. um but yeah exactly they, they show the rally and they realize that it's right. all the same stuff like, oh, discipline shit discipline community action pride <laughs> all of that stuff <laughs> oh that's so, so crazy that's a good story i like that one yeah, yeah. Uh, when i read it i read it um so for music Kind of well, completely unrelated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I'd recommend like a like a Nazi march because that's the other annoying thing about like the Nazis and the Soviets. Yeah, their like marching music is so good. Is it? 
<laughs> it's just like it's orchestral and it's inspired like it's designed to be. It's right. like they're rallying cries, right? Yeah. And I could totally see myself again. I could see myself get caught up in it in a group Getting of people all fired up, you know, in the 30s when you don't know what a Nazi is right. yet. Right, right. <laughs> Getting fired up and just listen you know. to those drums, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, for me, the music, uh, I think we've talked about this band before. It's a band called Expander. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So They're that's, really cool. uh, again, for Tragedy Tuesdays, a lot of times I just pick what I'm listening to. And they just came out with a new album in 2020 yeah. called Neuropunk Booster Gang. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like an American. Uh, they actually, I was looking at their, because I was trying to figure out how to characterize them on Bandcamp. They call themselves Metal Punk, all one word. Metal And punk. like thrash. And I would add techno metal to that. Okay. Um, just because, especially the song that I picked, which is the title track, Neuropunk Booster Gang. Yeah. When you listen to it, I was thinking about it today and it is, it's got like that thrashy element to it. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of riffs in that song, if you just put it through a slightly different distortion, put different kinds of vocals on it, it would be like a like a pop song. It would be like a right. pop punk song. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's just um, compressed yeah. into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they do some stuff to it. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> um, in general, I like Expander. It's like a really cool mix of electronic elements and metal and kind of like a punk spin. Actually, sometimes some songs, especially on this lady, latest one, strike me that Expander would be a good candidate for like a Doom game soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, that would work. very like electronic and metal guitars and stuff. Um, and yeah, this song's a banger. Check it out. Yeah, <laughs> they're cool. You, you told me about them. Yeah, they're really good. They're good. So yeah, that was, that was a Tragedy Tuesday. <clears throat> Mostly by me. Good one. I realized that I structured it as a story that didn't really leave much room for input. So sorry, but hey, <laughs> I'm a good listener. <laughs> uh, next time I'll make it like all sidebars and pause for jokes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that was a tragedy Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. If you liked what you heard, the best thing you can do is to tell a friend to listen. Maybe, maybe start by teaching them a salute. And then nope. chant at no, nope, nope. don't do that. Don't do okay. that. No, don't do that. No, no, just tell them. Okay, good. Yeah, we don't will do that. not be party to the fourth <laughs> wave. No, 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 we will not. Okay, I take all that back. <laughs> Maybe edit it out. No, leave it in. Okay. <laughs> the next best thing you can do is to, is to subscribe if you haven't already and leave us a rating or review wherever you listen. If you want to keep up with us on social media at This Is Astropod, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and our website, www.thisisasterpod.com, our patreon.com slash thisdisasterpod, where you get tons of bonus content, micro disasters every two weeks, and the like. If you ordered a shirt, then those are in production and they'll be on the way soon. Uh, and I think that's pretty much all I had to say. Lee, you got anything to add? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't have a joke ready or anything like that. Uh, I don't want it to become my thing, like my sign okay. off. Like oh, you gotta tell a joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh wait, I was gonna tell you a joke. Oh good, I love. Remember, jokes. I told you. I told you about that joke. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Hold on. Are you ready for this? It's a long one. <laughs> Remember? Hey, tomorrow I'm gonna tell you a joke. Like, okay, I can't wait. Let's hear it. A long one. Okay, here we go. Okay. So, these three friends climb this mountain and they enter this temple and they they discover this ancient, like, lantern. And so they rub it and a genie comes out and they said, 
And the genie comes out and he says, you all get three wishes, three wishes <laughs> each. Oh. So the first guy says, <clears throat> oh, this is sweet. Okay. I want to be like, I want to be, I, I want, I want a million dollars. And the genie's like, granted. The second guy's like, holy crap, that was easy. I want infinite riches for the rest of my life. <laughs> and the genie's like, okay, granted. I don't know why the first guy didn't ask for that, but <laughs> sure. And the third guy's like, I want my right hand to turn like this clockwise for the rest of my life. And the genie's like, all right, granted. Okay. Comes back to the first guy. First guy's like, <laughs> second uh, one, go. I want to... <laughs> <laughs> the first guy's like i want i want like a really i, I want to be i want to be able to like bench press 400 pounds okay and the genie's like granted <laughs> second guy's like i want infinite strength the strength <sighs> of a god and the genie's like again way better granted i don't, I don't like this first guy, guy just doesn't know what's going on he's reasonable i like him and then the third guy <laughs> is like i want for the rest of my life my left arm to turn counterclockwise <laughs> just constantly we just stand in there turning his hands like this trying to fit. and the genie's like weird choices but sure granted <laughs> rest of your life comes back to the first guy first guy is like i want a really hot wife and genie's like done i like the way you think second guy's like i want to be irresistibly attractive to all women on earth Ugh. And the genie's like, this guy's got to figure it out. Granted. And this then the a first guy's wife leaves him and goes to the second guy. <laughs> irresistible. <laughs> Third guy's like, I want for the rest of my life, my head to bob up and down like this. So okay. it's turning both ways, bobbing head up bobbing. and down. <laughs> genie's like, that's your left. Okay, fine. Granted. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. So then they all go their separate ways. They live their full lives, come back. They have a reunion like 20 years later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> first, you know, and they're just talking about it. First guy's like, yeah, I don't know, things work pretty well. Like I invested the million dollars, worked out pretty well for me. I mean, I found another, married someone else. I didn't bring her here because she's yeah. going to be irresistibly attracted to the other guy. But anyway, you know. Second guy's like, yeah, things are going great for me. I've never had any financial problems. Like strong as an ox, super healthy. I've got like... I, I, I can't even get married because too many people are attracted to me. Then mm -hmm. get to the third guy and the third guy's like, yeah, guys, I think I made a mistake. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there's no point in like trying to figure it out. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. I want oh. all that time back. That's my wish. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Yeah. And I guess if you don't we'll join us next, next week, I understand. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see you in the next, next major disaster. Oh, if I ever stop laughing. <laughs> Somebody okay. Can. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.